0: Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by PikTok and Parametric Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and real perspectives in the world of film and television. Today, there's just no time to die. But was there enough for us to enjoy Daniel Craig's final outing as James Bond? That and more on today's episode of The Real Review, so stay tuned.
1: Welcome to The Real Review. never got around to it and then my internet crapped so
0: oh sorry got this you. is the only one
1: i've seen in its entirety
0: really mm-hmm.
1: like of just the daniel craig just the craig yeah
0: oh, okay what's a do you have like a top i don't know top three top four
1: whatever one's pierce, Bros Bond, pierce no, Okay. <laughs> yeah
0: the one where he surfs i can't think of that everybody's
1: <laughs> just giving one star review yeah <laughs> those are ultra yeah. bad what are some uh, top
0: ones do you have my any favorite topics? all-time bomb? yeah yeah uh, there's so
1: many now is License to kill okay my favorite bond is timothy dalton
0: okay all right but it's uh, not the that, common one, one. Yeah. that one that <laughs> one
1: in particular i just thought a hey, great story really did something different with the character you know falling out with whatever eight british agency and mm-hmm. just going rogue yeah it was awesome yeah
0: but, uh, i think my favorite is goldeneye which is mm-hmm. probably a dumb one to say because it's Is that Bronson? Yeah. (laughs) The best
1: (laughs) uh, James Bond video game too.
0: Absolutely. yeah. It wasn't Mm -hmm. because of that, but it definitely was a great game. Uh, The reason for that one was just, I think the memories that surround it. It's just that time in my life where it's like, Uh, I was just starting to discover more and more of like cinema and everything. Not that it's like high caliber cinema Mm -hmm, or anything mm -hmm. like that. And you go back and watch now and it's like, it just feels very like '90s kind of vibe. Well, don't feel bad;
1: like nobody loves T- Timothy Dalton. I think he's the best James Bond. So.
0: I he was my first. He was my first, I believe, James Bond that I saw, and he was my first. Like I felt like he was the perfect James because there's all this talk about you know James Bond character needs to be this balance of like suave sophistication and like rage and and fighting, and I felt like there's been like Sean Connery was more on like the. He's just a gruff old man, kind of, but he's kind of got a, you know, a, a debonair look. Um, And then, you know, Roger Moore to me was too like, oh, Roger Moore. And I'm not going to go through all of them, but like Pierce Brosnan had a good kind of blend to me for some reason. Yeah. He kind of hit all the notes. Um, It's kind of like everybody's probably got their own pick on Spider-Man. Right. Like, who's your favorite Spider-Man? Yeah. You know?
1: I, yeah. The, the James Bond, there's that charismatic element to it but then there's yeah. like the action it's like it but none of those actors except for Timothy Dalton uh somehow like conveyed that absolutely ability of like this is a man of action you know yeah except for Daniel Craig which brings it all the way yeah that opening sequence in uh casino royale uh that black and white yeah little montage uh not montage but just kind of flashbacks into his first kill yeah I was like, I'm in 100%. Mm-hmm. That high contrast black and white. Oh, I loved it. Like, I can already tell is. that I'm like woefully underprepared for this. All my James <laughs> Bond knowledge comes from Bond. James Bond Jr. <laughs> yeah, Shake it. No, it's, uh, it's just like, yeah. I'm like the 90s kid that was like, oh, James Bond Jr.? That's probably a cool cartoon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, what you can do is you can try and throw James Bond clips out throughout the rest of the podcast. Just try and get those zingers sure. prepared. Just write right. out a list. I yeah. like hearing
1: right. how passionate Dave is about... Casino Royale. I've never seen that one. Oh, okay. they're, they're all good. Yeah. Like I said, I, just... I wouldn't say that, but I agree that... <clears throat> they're probably all good in their own way. They're probably yeah, not bad you're gonna,
0: I had a tough time with Quantum of Solace. Okay. I had a tough, well, tough time with Quantum, and there's yeah, reasons for that. But the
1: the last couple, like Skyfall and... Was Spectre the last one? Yeah, Spectre so was the
0: one just before this, yeah.
1: I, I like how they capture that essence of the like sixties vibe but mm-hmm. in a modern age the villains were just those ultra yeah. villain you know uh Javier Bardem was just incredible. Yeah I the I, I like th- him for that. Same with same with the new one. Yeah I just thought I oh got him a butcher's name. Ram, Malick, Ma- Rami Malik
0: Rami Malik. Yeah. I believe killed. it's Rami Malik.
1: I mean just the these the, the set designs, everything in it just just man had that they give him. His, they feel. give him his moment too in the movie, uh-huh. like that. I just, I love. You know, there's three types of villains, but yeah. I love the villain where they just like they lay it all out for you, and you're like, I kind of see where he's coming from. You know, that's just my favorite type of villain. We
0: will have to talk about that because yeah. that was probably one of my weaker parts of the movie. Oh, really? I felt like he did a tremendously good acting job. Like, I'm not attacking his his ability in the role. It was really just the 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 the, the mindset of the the villain mm-hmm. made very little sense to me. At the, at the beginning, it made sense. And then it got to a certain point. I was just kind of like, all right, well, we just need to have a villain. And yeah. so you're... <laughs> because you've been so important to what's happened. He kind of was a character that almost seemed like if this was the real world, he would basically just like have done what he did in the very beginning, like the first half of the movie, and then he'd be done. Mm-hmm. Like that would have made a lot more sense yeah, to me. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Without spoiling things too much at this point. Um, I liked him in the role, though. Mm-hmm. I just kind of wish they'd given him a more... Because he took a turn from like this was just like a sort of a revenge tale type thing to like, which isn't really a spoiler to like all of a sudden he's just an, a maniac mm-hmm. and it was like uh, mm-hmm.
1: so, yeah but so that's my point was I like when it's a maniac and then they say what their plan <laughs> is or why they why they are that way yeah. and you kind of just have that moment where you're, like. If I was like 10% more evil, I would totally be on board with this guy. Yeah, I right? it, yeah, I, I get that. It's even in the commentary. It's in the trailer, so I don't think it's a spoiler. But uh, when he's like, I just do what you do. I'm only more efficient. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. Yeah. He
0: was uh, on the cusp of being relatable to me. Mm-hmm. Like, he wasn't as relatable as I've seen some villains get, but he was on the cusp there. And I think it was literally just because... I didn't get why he was doing what he was doing. Right. It was a motivation thing, I guess. Um, but we can talk more about that when we get to spoiler talk. I will say as far as like the Daniel Craig films, this is definitely one of the top. So for me, it was Casino Royale is the highest one just because it it did so many good things and new things. It introduced Daniel Craig and it's it's rewatchable. Like I can rewatch that one and every single time I see it. Yeah, just Mad
1: like, Mickelson's Mad crying out. Yeah. Ooh, it's oh, it's awesome. just great. He's and just awesome in that. And
0: then right under that is Skyfall to me. That one just, I felt like if Casino Royale was like the rough edges of a new style of Bond, Skyfall to me was like the perfection of that. It was like the way of bringing all those elements together. Because the thing that we'd had with James Bond films prior to um, Casino Royale was everything got really... Just cheesy and silly and goofy. Everything was about the gadgets and you know mm-hmm. the names of the the girls he's gonna you know hook up with and, and the ridiculousness of like the you know oh we're going to drill this laser through the moon and shoot it into Tucson and mm-hmm. you know, to a mirror farm that's gonna you know <laughs> that heat up technology the, exists. I, okay, oh, no. I'm, try I'm try sure it, it does. Unfortunately, uh, it does exist, but it just got so ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, we had literally James Bond doing surfing like in one of the movies, you know, with, I,
1: well, I mean, how many ways can you think of we have to get a shirt off? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Something
0: like that. Yeah. Surfing. Yeah. Great excuse. But but, so it's like, they kind of like run the, run the role of being James Bond films and Mm -hmm. they had just gotten so tongue in cheek and stupid to me. And so when we, we relaunched Daniel Craig, I was like, this is perfect. It's fitting. It's a new generation's bond. Then they had some issues uh, specifically with uh, quantum solace they ran to the writer's block. So the writers' guild went on not oh, block, the writers guild, Yeah, went on yeah. strike. Yeah. And that really affected the film. I think based upon all the notes I've read about the production, they just they literally tried to just use what they had in the can, um, as far as like what was already written, the basics of the story, um, and then kind of just run with it. And it, you saw that in the movie. It was <laughs> like, what? Why? Oh wow, that just happened, and then it's jumping around, and then we had the high the high point of Skyfall, and then the last one was I felt like Spectre wasn't bad. It just kind of didn't do anything new to the series. It didn't really introduce anything different. It was kind of just like people that I, I heard really like the original iterations of James Bond that were more tongue-in-cheek and more silly. It was kind of like a return to form for them in a lot of ways. But I, I don't know what a lot of really strong James Bond fans feel about this one. You know, like I wouldn't call myself a
1: diehard James Bond fan. I, I love I love the the franchise, all of them really, except for the... Pierce Bronson but uh but I've never read any of the books you so gotta give my
0: guy Pierce a little bit of credit I mean he's he's good he's no good. it's to each his own you know, yeah for sure like
1: you're saying you like it for certain reasons yeah uh those just never like spoke to me I say instead of saying I didn't like yeah. it but uh uh but I've, all, I've always enjoyed just good fun action movies I like the character I like the idea behind him, I like it you know yeah
0: let me, uh, so I forgot to give the synopsis for it. I'll give that real quick. So James Bond has left active service. His piece is short-lived when Felix Leiter, Leiter, I think it's Leiter, isn't it? Felix Leiter. Uh, an old friend from the CIA turns up asking for help, leading Bond onto the trail of a mysterious villain armed with dangerous new technology. Um, I try to ask this every time, and just because I'm curious, it's like, d- this helps inform, I think, what where you're at with the film. What were some expectations like did you have any expectations going into this one
1: uh zero for me yeah you know you, you i try to stay away from it but you know when you hear about some type of you know wokeness rumblings in the internet, mm-hmm. they're always you never half really right, know right half yeah. wrong you, you know? never know yeah and uh so you know it's it's really easy for me just zero expectations i just wanted a, a coherent story decent action and yeah. uh the trailers looked like it was gonna deliver. So I was like, I'm already on board. Yeah. And I just want to see more movies. I'm just so glad uh we're at the top of that roller coaster where all those delayed films are just gonna start coming out one by <laughs> one. So this one I was really looking forward to for, for quite a while. I don't know how long was it delayed? You- I think at over, least a, year, a yeah. Over
0: a year, yeah. I don't remember the exact time frame for it, but yeah. Mm. It was pushed back and pushed back.
1: Mm. Oh, how about you, Russ? Well my expectations I know a lot about Bond, even though I don't watch the movies. And so I just assumed, you know, he would have a mission he has to do. And then there'd be a woman who they would team up, but then she'd betray him. And then he'd be mad, but then they'd fall in love. Yeah. And that's kind of like my knowledge of James Bond. So I went in there assuming that was the storyline. And I was surprised and pleasantly surprised that it was different.
0: So it went above your expectations.
1: Yeah. And not just story-wise, like the filmography was cool and...
0: Yeah, this one, they definitely, I mean, they ran the gamut of traveling. They mm-hmm. went to a lot of different places, yeah. um, which I thought all, all were- the
1: hallmarks of a good yeah. Bond film. Yeah. I did have to laugh because a lot of times I'll see a movie and in the bottom right, they always put the location whenever yeah. they shift and yeah. they didn't do this on this. And all of a sudden I was like, wait, I could actually use that this time. Like the one time they didn't do you, it. You needed it. Yeah. <laughs> Where the heck are you, Bond? Yeah. So so based on this, would you have interest in watching the other ones? Yeah, I at least want to go back. Well, and that's my other part of my expectations From what I understood about James Bond is you don't have to see all of them, and I still think that holds up. Obviously, this one they expected you to at least see the one before. Yeah. Well,
0: go ahead. Yeah, Eva
1: Green's character was in Casino Royale. That's when she died. I want you to see all four. Yeah, Uh, Vespa. Yeah, Vespa. Vespa. Right. That that would be the only one I'd say. Watch Spectre. I had no idea what what was going on. Right. Yeah. So watch Casino Royale maybe Spectre. That's about it. I, I understand why they did it in today's yeah. world you want as many connections and to put out as many movies as you can i mean yeah. look at marvel right yeah exactly so it's they, my fault for not seeing the other ones
0: the quantum Souls was the first one that was a direct sequel to a bond film like okay. they had never done that before it had always been like you said very standalone mm-hmm. and there was always like the the reoccurring like here's the gizmo section and here's the section <laughs> with the girl and here's the and it was always like that and then this was the first one where they were like no we're gonna do And again, it was kind of like that reinvention of, and I was excited for it, the reinvention of the style of James Bond films. Um, But it failed so hard because it was such a bad move (laughs) in my (laughs) mind. I mean, for me, it failed so hard. And I think a lot of people would probably agree though. It just, it didn't live up to at least the hype or the expectations coming out of, especially such a good film as Casino Royale. But the story does continue throughout Mm -hmm. all four of the films or all five of the films, I guess now, um, until where we're at now. I think it's, open enough that you can get the general idea and the general sense of like, oh, yeah, there's this like weird organization that exists where there's like these bad guys named Spectre and they've had some run-ins with Bond and like you can get that. Yeah, but it definitely, yes. Yeah, it definitely helps because his character has, out of all, out of everything with the story moving forward, I think it's the most to say that his character really has moved on and moved forward as a character throughout all five of these films. Right. And I think that's kind of what like when I stepped back from this film, at first when I, I, I've i been going back and forth, when I first saw it, I had very low expectations for it just because of the delays and all the gripe and everything I'd been hearing about potential production issues. Um, and because I've, I've had mixed experiences, it's gone one way or another. Like I love this one, but I hated that one. And so when I went and I saw it, my expectations were kind of low. And so it, it went above where my expectations were at, definitely, but there was definitely still a sense of just like a bad taste in my mouth. And I think what it is is Without spoiling it, I think it's just kind of like a very bittersweet way to wrap up this five film iteration of James Bond. You mm-hmm. know, I've we've been with him since I saw Casino Royale so many years back, and it's it doesn't have that rewarding same feel as like Endgame did, where it's like it's going to continue on and there's, you know, moving stories. And yeah, some people have left and some people, but this one was just so like, like done. <laughs> and so... um I'm not going to say that's a bad thing, because for some people, I think they might see that and think, yeah, that was very fitting and nice. I mean, there's a lot of reasons for why I think they did what they did. And we can talk more about it in the spoiler talk, but it just kind of left me with an overall just like do I really need another kind of downer feel right now? Like right. I, I could use a win, like give me a win, you know, right. and James
1: Bond, you haven't done that today. Yeah. And James Bond's yeah. always been like a guaranteed win.
0: Yeah. Right? It's just like, you know, he's not going to, the story's only going to go so far, but he's always going to win and save the day. He's always going to do this. And right. so anyway, Um, any, any other thoughts with that kind of, I'd like to like, talk to us more generally about the film if we can. And then yeah, before we'll move we get in into the spoiler talk, uh, yeah. About anything blow, you really did or didn't blow like blow
1: your minds here. Okay. So, if anybody has listened in to back up a little bit, out of the three of us, Should I'm the I brace least. Brace myself. Yeah, hold <laughs> yeah. on to something. Oh no, jeez. No, <laughs> You're gonna want to stand up for this. Oh no, uh, I'm the least likely to go to a theater to see a movie, right? Shopping. I highly recommend seeing this one in the theater. Um, there was Dolby Atmos in the one that I was in. Shook. I am shook. I know it, it, the sound <laughs> on it was phenomenal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the audio mix on this was great. It was great. Yeah. And it was nice to have a score again. And we've talked about scores before, but it's the yeah. James Bond score. It's memorable. I mean Yeah. I wish I
0: I maybe I missed it. Was there a big because usually he has at least one scene where it's da and he's going around killing everybody mm-hmm. and Things are blowing They hit up that and quite a few times. I heard the notes a few times, but I don't recall that specifically well, happening during the, an action scene. In the
1: 360 shootout with the uh, with the car, Aston Morton, you know, uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah so I, I think so. Right awesome. when he was a... like, "Do something," because that's in the trailer. Do something, and he says, okay. "Yeah, but then, yeah, da, da,
0: da, da. again, I don't just I didn't, I I didn't remember hearing it. <clears> that's all. I'm not saying it's
1: not in there. But. I don't think it was. Yeah, something that stood out, but you may. Yeah, I'd have to rewatch it to to look for it. Yeah.
0: Maybe I didn't expect it, because usually they do that at a high point in the film, like where he's just like, he's winning the day, he's overcoming all the odds that are against him, and the, this is the climax, of, that's usually where that happens. Mm-hmm. And for them to put it there was kind of a, I mean, it's a, it's a tough moment in general, because of what's going on. Maybe I just didn't expect it, so I didn't hear well, it. Especially toward around. the
1: end, you know, there, there's so many... Yeah. Almost emotional cues. <laughs> the the that, last scene. The da, 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 yeah. Da, <laughs> da, horrible. Da, da. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys. <laughs> they ha-
0: I mean, I will say film scoring in some films has lost its art. It's generic. In some yeah, it's become very generic, especially like we talked about with Marvel films. Even in like the more recent Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, um, they have that classic score from the first one, the very first Jurassic Park, which they misuse all the time now because it's repurposed and it's it was used originally for to create a certain tone and a certain scene like when they first see the dinosaurs and you're just like wow mm-hmm. the the amazingness of that and it's the big swelling orchestra and now it's like here's a park and it's a big swelling orchestra and it's like they're just doing it to Connect you with.
1: I read all about this, and it's because what they do now is they'll start editing the film before the score's been done, obviously. Yeah. Um, but before they've even hired people, and they'll just insert scores that they like from other movies, and they'll edit around, around that. Well, score. They, yeah, they've always used temps like that. Yeah, but now, yeah. so they'll say, "Well, I just pretty much want this, so just remake this in a way we can legally use it." Right. Right.
0: And I, I've ta- I've dealt with that, like in making my own projects and with other projects. You get the the directors and the producers they get comfortable with the track. Instead of allowing a person that's designed like their mind around, let me create a custom track to fit the emotions of this, the ebb and the flow of the scene. They just go, well, I'm used to this. It works well enough. Instead of blowing our budget on you know, full orchestras Hans and Hans Zimmer, yeah, yeah, let's just stick with those tracks. It doesn't happen with every movie,
1: but I, but I even, do know he, that happens a lot. I think going beyond that traditional sound like i've been enjoying his stuff more and more especially the new dune you can listen to the soundtrack yeah is he the he's on dune now too yeah oh sweet Uh, that's cool yeah yeah. but he did blade runner and i thought oh my god he's great yeah he took it up a notch on blade uh runner twenty four. he's that meme where they're like now hans we just need something basic and it's just him on a (laughs) piano and it's on fire (laughs) why'd you go so hard it's a commercial (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you're saying you're thinking it you're thinking scores are going down but I, I actually think there's a new breed hopefully with trent reznor yeah, kind of leading yeah. with different soundscapes yeah it's not just a traditional orchestra uh going in new directions but if you listen i think uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo is his best score ever yeah. but that score is just haunting beautiful fits the images perfectly yeah he uh but i love that new direction like i'm saying like what hans zimmer is doing now digitally and especially i'm hearing it in dune it's it's just it's different it's different it's a different soundscape that he's working with it's not traditional instruments but at the same time i've seen like podcasts that break down like john williams score on star wars and yeah you know how he brought in those operatic themes of like having a theme for a character and bringing, the, you know, yeah he revolutionized scoring in the seventies and eighties, I think. And yeah. then, so now I, I'm hoping there's another renaissance of that, you know,
0: I would love that. I mean, we've moved away from in a lot of, I think films creating music that doesn't just sit in the film and just kind of reside because you need an underlining music track. We've moved away from, we've moved to that, in my opinion, and more towards, we should move back towards having film scores that are, like, memorable. Like, there's been very few films that I'll go back and I'll be like, oh, I wonder, really want to listen to the soundtrack for that. Mm-hmm. Maybe if it's like a musical or something mm-hmm. like that, I, I would like to listen to the soundtrack. But, I mean, there's there's some standouts for sure. Lord of the Rings, Tron.
1: Um, back to the Future.
0: Well, I'm talking about modern, oh, modern more so. modern ones and stuff like that, like the Tron restart with everything. I mean, even a lot of the Interstellar and stuff like that. I mean, a lot of those tracks and stuff I'd like to listen back to, but there just isn't a ton. Nobody's going to be like, oh, I really need to get the new Marvel, whatever film yeah, soundtrack. Right,
1: yeah. You know? So, um, anyway, um, just to wrap up the sound part, beyond the score, the mix of the audio I thought was just phenomenal. Like they yeah. used the space well, they yeah. actually used surround sound. Uh, I feel like I'm going to rip on Marvel movies for a minute, but I feel like it's a lot of churn and burn, like mm-hmm. get it out, put the dialogue in the center, have yeah. an explosion behind you. Go. <laughs> and yeah. this like yeah. I just I loved it. Like there's specifically a, a scene with a bell ringing mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, I was in that Dolby atmosphere theater and it was moving, you know, in the right places. It yeah. was just awesome. It, did, it hit all the bells for you. It did, literally. <laughs> <laughs> at least oh, one. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I have cheesy jokes at times, so you, <laughs> you can just call me one. on them. Yeah.
0: Well, I think that's a good way to leave it. Um, so overall, let's see. I want to move kind of more into the spoiler talk now, if that's okay with you guys. Unless there's anything else you want to say? Yeah, no. no. Well,
1: I mean, I mentioned the filmography, but... Uh there was a lot of transitions and cuts that were cool. The yeah. way the stylized of it and the color. Yeah, It the- was
0: well I did. I mean, that was one of the biggest issues I thought with quantum of solace. If you go back and watch that one, the editing on that is just so fast. And a lot of people called them on it. A lot of it might've been just cause they didn't have the content. I don't know what happened with all of that, but um, this one, that, that was one of the only things that was a real detractor for me was the, the pacing and the speed of the film. Mm-hmm. I think if you're older, more mature type viewer of movies, especially if you know, you've, been around the block with lots of different types of films. Maybe you'll appreciate the length of this one. um It it never felt like what they were showing on screen was unnecessary. So it would be hard for me to go in and be like, yeah, cut that, cut that, cut that. But it just felt very long.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I was yeah. twiddling my was, thumbs a few times. Two and a half hours.
0: Yeah, it, it just was... got to a certain point. I think when we're like halfway through the movie and we literally just introduced the villain, mm-hmm. and I was like, we're just now. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, you've had little inklings and seen that's a little thing. bit. It could
1: have very easily been two movies i mean just oh, yeah. uh do you got the names of these people like oh i uh, malik
0: you have daniel craig what uh, was the love
1: interest what was her name
0: leah sadu Sud- madeline
1: madeline in the movie Oh, in the movie yeah madeline yeah, madeline. yeah, madeline. yeah her actor's uh, her name. betrayal in that little first act i guess i mean yeah. that could have been an entire film yeah. like they could have really just spoilers to me <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not, not really a betrayal spoilers, no right? we're not in spoilers yet. yeah we're just i'm oh. just
0: doing a general summary of our overall thoughts, film. sorry if I it's didn't It's all in the trailers, so yeah. I'm not spoiling. It's not really a betrayal. Go ahead, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Should we grade it before? Well, we yeah, play? I was just, I wanted to talk a little bit, just really any goods and bads overalls. My overall bad was that I felt like it was too long. Um, I felt like as well with the main villain, he did a great job as an actor, uh, as a role in the film. It felt a little bit like we kind of just need a vehicle here for some things to take place. So I can put the focus, we can put the focus more on James Bond. We can get more into that. Um, positives were, and I think the other negative was maybe just me. Some of the directing with some of the action sequences, um, it, it felt a little like, I don't know if I want to say on the nose, but it just felt a little like at times, okay. Like, especially there's a big fight scene close to the end of the film during the climax where he's kind of, I will say, going up like a stairwell. stairwell and um, i felt like it it had all the building blocks of a really cool action scene but for some reason it just felt very like Mm -hmm. i don't even know what it is it was almost like they were like all right daniel this is your last action scene he's like all right let me shoot some guys like that was like almost what Mm -hmm.
1: what it felt like. there's a couple cgi Um, parts in some of the faster paced scenes too that i just was like how how did this get passed yeah yeah yeah. i mean if i'm sitting there noticing it somebody else had sometimes
0: it's like that you're like how am I the one that's calling them on this? Right. Um, yeah. I think that was mostly it. The story was very, it wasn't too twisty and turny. Mm-hmm. I was expecting a little more of the espionage, twisty and turn, like everything just kind of went doot, 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 doot. Um, that, still, it was suspenseful and it was interesting. I would say too,
1: as a as a newbie to the newer franchise version of James Bond, yeah. I was grasping onto what I could for the first half hour. Yeah. And, but then eventually I was like, okay, I kind of, I understand what's happening with yeah. everybody. but Yeah. yeah. Cool.
0: Nice. Well, I think overall, I would give it... My rating is an 86. That's where I'm at. It's kind of like a straight, solid B. What it's about close, you guys? Close
1: to me. I was going to say 87. Okay. Do 94. 94. All right.
0: Yeah. Cool. Well, with that, then I guess we can go ahead and get into the spoiler talk. So, uh, officially, uh, if you don't want anything spoiled, you're listening to the podcast, go ahead and switch it off. Mm-hmm. We'll give you a few seconds there. We'll just turn it way down and mute we'll it, and yeah, let it run. That would be fine. Yeah, yeah, you can just let it run. and But uh, we're going to hop into it. So, if you don't want anything spoiled... Go ahead, and turn off five, four, three, two, one, and. Spoilers! Everybody James Bond, dies. man, it's the end of an era. Officially, Daniel Craig has, I mean, S- yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the
1: biggest point I wanted to make, which you can't before spoilers, is the reason I like this movie is because there was actually stakes involved, and we were talking earlier about James Bond. I like You're, meats. Gar- you're a guarantee. I'm not win. a vegetarian.
0: I like steaks. So All right, again with the bad uh,
1: jokes. You know, like. This is why I like Rogue One so much. We've talked about this a lot, too. Like people can sacrifice themselves for the greater good. And James Bond's never been able to sacrifice himself.
0: Yeah, I was (laughs) reading. So I was reading reviews online just kind of like I like to get other people's opinions to see if it's not going to necessarily change my perspective, but it might change how I discuss it sometimes Uh, if I'm like way discordant with like what I'm getting from a lot of people. And so I was reading this one review on Rotten Tomatoes, which it's doing really well on Rotten Tomatoes. It's certified fresh you know big box office weekend they're saying estimate like 60 million and stuff like that which they need to make a lot of money cuz like they a put billion, a lot of money right? into this yeah then you make like a billion dollars on it um but the, the one review that i read which is just this uh just the end not i like james bond die <laughs> i was like there you go i use lot it's, words when it you you are do. do trick yeah i was like james bond die i'm such a good way of putting the and then i was like it's just it's funny cuz it draws a parallel to the <laughs> they really misnamed the film because it's like no time to die. And this film was really just about death. Right. And it, there's in so many ways. And I think that's why it's such kind of a morbid, sad tale at times to me because it really delved into like the. The impacts of living a life where you don't trust anybody and where you're constantly murdering people and people are trying to murder you and the results of that. And it felt like a title that was more in the vein of like dealing with your past Mm -hmm. because it's so much of the plot was about dealing with their pasts, you know, both James Bond and Madeline and how that played out. That would have been a more fitting. I mean, No Time to Die is a great James Bond title. But he dies. So it's like, wait. But- right. Yeah. Fallout was <laughs> yeah. already taken. So yeah. It's like- I like
1: that they made it final like that. Uh, it didn't land, though. It's Maybe like you are saying with the action parts. Like, yeah. it just, to me, it's just like, yeah, he's going to die. You know, and it drew, it was drawn out.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. Well, you can't, just like you can't kill a comic book character, I mean, I don't really think you can kill James Bond. Like, no. well, what I'm already- trying to figure out is are they going to embrace the idea that this is just a 007 esque. I feel like they have to at this point, right? Because this is the first one they were were direct sequels to. So in order to continue that story forward, like use the same actors Mm -hmm. and make sense of it, they kind of have to treat it like it's just a new 007. Mm -hmm. It's not the James Bond. But then I'm like, so how are they going to name that? Actor James Bond, it's like they're gonna have to be like Gary. Here's the
1: problem, Gary Phillip 007 (laughs) Gary Phillip in order
0: to keep the story. You can't find another guy named James Bond who also happens to be an amazing assassin.
1: But here's the problem I had (laughs) with Skyfall where they gave that backstory and stuff to where his name is actually James Bond. Yeah, I heard this internet rumor or something. I mean, it's not no truth to it, but it made so much more sense. But James Bond was like a right. Call sign. Uh, a call sign, right. Of the 007. That's his name you know, within like, the 007 organization. So yeah. When there's a new agent, he is the new James Bond. He is 007. This and that, and right? Move, and you move on. That's why you can have so many people th- throughout the years play the character that or that agent, you know. And I thought that that made so much sense until I think it was Skyfall when he's like, no, his, his name's James Bond. Yeah, yeah, a brother, Yeah, and, uh, Bond, know, James Bond. It's really James Bond. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, uh, we've
0: had another 007 now. I mean, in this film, we had a different 007, and she didn't go by James Bond, which would have been weird. But, so um, I
1: thought they were setting up that, like, to make a sequel where she's the new agent. Is this what's but happening? She, but she was awesome. I loved her. There's, well, no, I think that all they did ahead. her a disservice by making her so unlikable. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Why not make her yeah. charming and funny and make you bond? Yeah, I like Honestly, her. Honestly. No, I liked all the banter of yeah. like, does that bother you? does that bother you mm-hmm. you know i felt like they did it it a great kind of i felt curious. like they did it
0: actually a really good way because for people that are fans of james bond 007 if you have another character come in and they're like the same person but they're smarter they do the job better they're you know they're able to get one over on james bond if, the, if the, everything about yeah, them is better, a level you're just going to get frustrated because you're like why are you why are you Making James Bond look like such a moron.
1: Why not have a moment where he like hands over the mantle, like they do something together? Well, and he it's did, awesome. kind
0: of, but then she handed it back, and I thought that, that was a very
1: touching. That's what I mean. Like they're both very competent yeah. agents. I guess, well, like, I'm there was say, that mutual respect, which you don't yeah. see in other films that are trying to. I think know, what be worked for me and her whatever.
0: in that role, um, which we're talking about, Lashana Lynch. Um, uh, I think what worked for me in that role was that she was a new agent. She'd only been in the agent role for like two years or so, they said. So she had rough edges. She had things that she didn't understand. She was going to her senior, who knew a lot more, had been doing it for many years now, very successfully as well. Like not just in the role, but very successfully. So it made sense that like they're going to fail to live up to the standard that the James on we know. Sure. Because if you go back and you watch, which you haven't, but if you go back and watch, he makes some rough, bad mistakes, especially in the first film. Like he blows up a whole embassy spoiler and they're like, why'd you do that? You can't just blow it up like to the point where they literally put a tracker in him because he's doing so, so poorly mm. in what he's supposed to be doing. So I liked it because it was like, it feels realistic.
1: So I guess you know? my point would be, and I'm going to say, cause the new one is a female, the new double O seven, yeah. but they were so setting that up. The Cuban female was way better than her. And she oh, was yeah. like, I've had three weeks of training, and yeah. I'm funny, and you know, and I'm charming, and well, what's I her can't name? But De- Arma. I love her to death. I can't think of her name right now. Uh, uh, Anna Dearmus. Not,
0: no, that's Money Penny. Anna De Armas. Yeah, as yeah. Paloma.
1: She was in Blade Runner. Yep, oh, love her. But yeah, she's like but a she great character. Awesome. You get to know really quick, and to the point where she's like, this is where my stop is. And he's like, "Well, I hope I see you again." I felt myself being like, "Keep bring her along." Yeah, yeah. I was right? shocked that she was just out of the film. Was it like, was shocking. What? Yeah. So that's my point. Yeah. Like, why have a new 007 where I'm just like, "Who is this person?" And why are they a jerk? <laughs> I'm right? wondering.
0: Part because, <laughs> sad to say, but usually like he sleeps with them, mm-hmm. right? And then usually, they turn out to be either somebody that gets killed. And then it's like this big like shocking thing that they died and it makes you hate the bad person even more. Or they double cross him and Mm -hmm. then they die later on in some like fall off a cliff way. And so it was like almost like they were trying to have their cake and eat it too. Mm -hmm. But then I was almost like, uh, am I expecting too much? Like was I expecting this character to turn into that kind of long standing role that we've seen in the film? Um, I I, I thought she was good. I thought
1: she did I was just going to say, like, if they came out in a year and said, hey, here's this new, what's her name was Nomi, I guess. Is that the agent's name? Yeah. Um, If they said she's going to be the new Bond. No, the agent
0: Paloma. Nomi is the 007. Yes, I mean. So if
1: they came out and said, here's a new Bond film. She's the 007. I, based on the performance that they gave to her it's not the actresses yeah part, i wouldn't want to see it i wouldn't care yeah because i didn't attach to her at all right? i
0: just i would hope they would put a complete unknown whether it's a guy or a girl i, I yeah think that the, doesn't
1: matter to me yeah, yeah i think i
0: would hope it'd be a complete unknown because i think she's been substantiated as i mean you might as well make money penny and in, in a certain yeah. sense it's like just more likable yeah
1: to me yeah
0: I don't know. We can we can talk more about who we want to be the next Bond if you mm-hmm. guys want. I didn't really I don't really feel like I have a card on like it doesn't so bother me the that race. there's
1: a girl, black, white, Hispanic. Yeah, not Asian. At all. It can go to anybody. Just a competent agent needs to fill that 007. Yeah. I think uh, it can call. go to
0: anybody. I think what I want to see a female James Bond 007 standalone film, but
1: what it I don't know. But what it what it did a good job of is again Unlike Last Jedi, it doesn't diminish James Bond right. to elevate another yes, character. I agree you know, with I agree with yeah. that. That's a good yeah. point. Uh, the, but, that's the, the way you uh, <clears throat> to me that's the way you pass the mantle, you know. I yeah. There's just something
0: about I don't know, but we can talk about it's me. like when that's you watch those movie. movies where it's like But the over it's like when you watch those movies that are like it's like a, a uh <laughs> I'm not trying to be sexist here. Something this doesn't come across that way. Um but you see like this like, you know, thin, probably like 105 pound woman who's like, you know, somehow gotten trained in fighting. And she's taken out these like full size bodyguards that are like, you know, twice her size and like have twice her bulk, you know, and she's running up and punching them and they're flying like into walls. And and it's like, eh, it's, I mean, it's hard enough to believe that a guy like James Bond could make it through all of these things. Get shot and get times. shot. And, yeah. yeah and, and not die. Right. Yeah. It's hard enough to believe that. But then you add just, the i mean he was pretty bulky i mean if you look at his body i mean he he was fit dude Mm -hmm. um you could tell that he was like in very good shape for this role like it would make it would be the same thing as seeing like imagine like me or some skinny dude Mm -hmm. you know unfit guy being like i'm the new james bond it's like it's just a mental michael (laughs) Sarah. yeah like imagine michael Sarah. so i don't know I, I don't know i'm I'm not against it depends it really depends upon who the person would be yeah. i don't have any i don't have any horse in the race because i'm not going to decide none of us are going to decide i just part of me is also like could they find a female for that role that i feel like kind of fits within the character and makes sense yeah, for just make is? them likable.
1: that's all that's kind of well, what that, sprung this what, whole thing she just what's even likeable. funnier is like again quit trying to you know uh what's the word like uh you know, convert characters we already have. And did you see the trailer for the 335? No. Mm-mm. Uh, Mm-mm. It's like this secret agent um movie. Yeah. With a bunch of female agents. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, looks good. The action looked good. Yeah. Looked great. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Why well, do you need to change James Bond? Just make something of your own. And that looked exactly... Look yeah. good, had a yeah. great cast. Uh, I'm and all of them go back to when you were saying, you know, it's unbelievable that a woman could over not a woman, but like a small, petite one could overpower that. I mean, men. There's a point in this movie with the Cuban girl, I said her name Paloma. Yeah. Um where she runs out of ammo and clocks that guy in the head with the back of the gun yeah. and like knocks him all to the ground but she gets knocked down and then yeah. grabs that gun and while she's on the ground and I'm like that is phenomenal. That was phenomenal. Yeah. If you watch her fight choreography
0: in particular, I was I was checking that out. They did a great job of showing that it wasn't through her brute strength. Right. Like there's moments Daniel Craig just manhandles a person, yes. especially <laughs> in the first film, but like and you get that with her, she was like, she'll knock somebody over slightly or off, you know, put their footing off just enough so she can get a weapon or get a gun or get something that she can use to actually do the damage that right. she needs to do. And I felt like that was very fitting. So for it her seemed character. like an
1: odd choice to me to give all that to her and not the supposed replacement for 007. Like, yeah. why not make them be that person?
0: Yeah. she. I mean, she didn't really have any fight scenes. Mm-mm. She kind of
1: just shot them. Tried of to escape with the scientist, failed. Yeah. 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 Which yeah, there's and even a, in the end it's like, go yeah, take go her save to safety. My, I'll do yeah. this hard stuff. Yeah, we'll
0: see. I mean, I really feel like they can't I, I don't know what they're gonna have to do unless they somehow create a system where the name James Bond actually is just transferred with the rank the double7 Yeah, I think um, the double oh seven they're gonna have, have to start the story over. James Bond. Yeah, but which is which is kind of why I think, like I said, I left it so bittersweetly. The more I thought about it, the more I processed it is because it's like he's not coming back. He's, he's pretty much said that he's not coming back. And I almost, he's dead. Yeah. yeah. I almost feel like he literally said to them, like, because there was all this talk about him not wanting to do any more James Bonds. It almost felt like he said to him, like, look, I'll come back for one more film, but you're going to blow me up. (laughs) (laughs) There's going to be no question. I am
1: not going to be in anymore. I'm never going to do, wait, how many zeros? Okay. Exactly. Yeah.
0: But it's like, they literally had to give this like a final, final, like, I mean, the only more final way without making him disrespectful would have been like, to literally just shoot him in the head, mm-hmm. or chop him up, or something that's, like that. A, that's what but. I think
1: I enjoyed the most out of this one was it really changed the character. You know, we are spoilers. Giving yeah. him a daughter, yeah, blew my mind. Like that really hit. It did. And even when she said, "He's not yours. He's not yours," and he's like, well, "Those blue eyes." Like, uh, yeah. I want to take credit <laughs> for this joke, but I went to see it with my wife, and she leans over to me, and so the Madeline's like, "Oh, it's not. That's not your kid." She goes, but I want to show you something in the basement. And my wife just leans over and she goes, This one's your kid. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a yeah. monstrosity.
0: I said that to Melanie, though. like She was walking down the stairs and she's like, That one, that's your kid. Yeah, I thought that was kid. what he was going to say. Yeah. We only <laughs> feed him twice a I, day. I thought she was adorable. <laughs> yeah, oh, the, yeah, the kid was great. Yeah. Wasn't I it mean, she? Like, I thought it was a girl. Yeah. Yeah. He, you said he? No, she, uh, she. Oh, I thought you said he yeah. I said the kid. the kid. We don't yeah. do
1: pronouns, <laughs> just edit that out. That's it, the, the child. Um, <laughs> we'll just call them the
0: child. Like, we're I, going, I did like uh,
1: Everybody told him it was his kid. Yeah. But then at the very end, when Madeline says she has your eyes, and like you already know that it's his kid, yeah. but you could see in his face that that, that like sealed the deal. Yeah. yeah. I even said that to Madeline. No, he knew. I mean, like, I love the breakfast God scene, God scene God in God. the morning. He's just like looking at her and it's like, that is my kid. Yeah. Right. You know, like, I'm like, It's such a. Why would (laughs) she say that? But I like that's how. Gosh, yeah. That's that's when it really worked for me because, like I said, it really changed his perspective on love, relationships, everything. He understood that (laughs) it
0: did, but then he died, Mm -hmm. and that's why it's such a difficult. It wasn't and it but wasn't that, like, but they, they the just way, killed him. It yeah. was like, we're going to kill you. And even if you had survived, yeah. you wouldn't be able to. You'll never near be able those. to. See, yeah. Yeah, like, would you... We're going to take everything from you and then kill you.
1: It was just sorry. That, no, to me, that raised the stakes even more. Yeah. That like, there is no will after yeah. that. And I think that's why. Then you kind of see him give up. He kind of gave up yeah, yeah he's I, like uh, he like shoots that ladder down and he yeah. kind of puts his hand on it and he's like right. thinking like what's the point right? well because
0: and I thought about it I was like why did they shoot him and give him the and I was like couldn't they have just shot him and then I was like oh but then they might have had the, the idea that he's gonna come back mm-hmm. so they had to give him that it felt contrived I mean say what you will but it felt very contrived like oh you can't go anywhere near your wife anymore mm-hmm. or her
1: um but literally and, you had to never touch your daughter so yeah that's...
0: it just felt very contrived and the fact that they couldn't Heal that, right. like they literally. If you can come up with a technology that's like a nano machine,
1: yeah, but they set it up good in the beginning that once it's on, it never is. That's know. the only loophole I, I can see I in the whole thing. Like is, that's how, I mean, but for, I mean, you could do that, whatever, you yeah, know that mean, but that just felt very
0: unrealistic to me. I guess. I mean, if it's a nano machine, then you should be able to come up with a way that can literally target a specific aspect of the machine with other nano machines right. and destroy it. So the only, only loophole I, mean? I see in the whole it might take them years and years. But is anyway. they
1: they give them a EMP watch to take out i mean the only reason they give him that watch is to blow up the guy's eyeball later yeah. you know what i mean but i don't know much about nanobots but i would assume they have some kind of electrical charge that's what of them. i was
0: wondering too i was like why isn't it's it so I, I like well
1: he'll probably just like use an emp yeah. then yeah to cure himself well and the other manner. thing about
0: that that i thought at that exact moment you're, this is this one will be like uh he had an earpiece in
1: yeah, and it didn't go out. <laughs> it didn't go out. And, and if anything, he did the EMP, right. and then the guy was like, oh, Bond, you're back. Yeah, exactly. It's like, and so that recharged it? Or we what? already
0: substantiated twice, and it happened twice twice in the film that an explosion really nearby him mm-hmm. impaired his ability to hear something. So they, they have that understanding of like, oh, yeah, things can block your sound or mm-hmm. your your ability to hear things, but they didn't. But, mm-hmm. again, but I, the,
1: the nanotechnology is more like that graphene oxide stuff. It's like activated by it, like ma- magnetic frequencies and whatnot. I don't, I don't think, think it's actual electric magnetic pulse. It would have at yeah, least taken I'm, out of the earpiece. But I'm saying it's not controlled. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, I don't think they're actual... That's, yeah, I don't really real know what but yeah. I don't
0: know nanobots. Yeah. You can give it to that, but I don't think you can say anything about the earpiece. But I, this is, I would say I had a rough time. I think the beginning of the film was very strong to me, especially if you've seen the last ones with, you know, the in a sense, homage to to Vespa.
1: Again, I just wish that beginning was a whole movie unto itself to build upon this one. I agree. But I loved how it told that complete story through time, five-year lapse or whatever. It started
0: out very strong. I mean, it started off very, like, you know, intense with the big car chase scene through the city, and I thought that was a great way to introduce the action and the the villains in the film, and I really enjoyed that. And then it was like, pump the brakes. And I really enjoyed the, the... the party scene, too, but it just didn't feel... I knew he wasn't going to die there. I knew that they were going to capture the guy in some way. Um, none of the fi- none of the fights or the violence after that first one felt like they were quite as big and bold to me, I guess, in a certain sense. And the ending of the film is really, really... like I was giving it an A from the beginning, and then as time went on, it felt more and more draggy, and it got to the end, I kind of switched more into like the B-. And one I think thing that's why I, I gave it more really, a B the rating. The
1: reason I give it a higher score than I, I feel is probably deserved is they didn't spoon feed a lot of stuff No. so i noticed when he first puts madeline on the train and says you'll never see me again the last thing you see of her is a door closing and she reaches for like the uh, her stomach yeah right yeah and so i was like oh my gosh is she pregnant and i figured she was gonna yell it out yeah so then later when there was a kid I'm i was afraid. like oh that's kind of <laughs> nice that they did that Same with... uh, Why do
0: you think James Bond put her on the train? He didn't want anything to do with that. (laughs) By the way, my name's
1: not really James Bond. It's just a call sign. (laughs) Good luck finding me.
0: (laughs) He noticed the test in the trash. He's (laughs) like, "Um, you
1: betrayed me, didn't you? Yeah, it's convenient. You sold me out to Spectre. That's the real reason I'm leaving. (laughs) That's (laughs) horrible. Um, So like when the tombstone (laughs) at the grave (laughs) Touch that bullet literally. When the tomb exploded they don't show you how they knew he was there yeah. all they do is they show you the phone hanging right so you know that the guy that was in that shack right that like hired the boy to show him yeah. was responsible yeah. but they don't come out and say it so i do a pre i like more mature scripts i don't know how you would even explain it yeah it's not just like they like, don't hold your hand they don't hold your hand yeah, yeah. they give you the two plus two yeah. the, the party scene where it kills all the specter agents that was a great twist too you know where
0: <laughs> i thought that was good it was a bit I anticlimactic so, i mean mm-hmm. you're like what's gonna happen? everybody else is dying oh all right okay yeah, like,
1: <laughs> but, so there, there's like two questions who was malik's character's father they yeah don't they don't, talk, don't about that. ever say no nope. and then who is madeline's father don't ever say. They don't ever say I that either. That?
0: Yeah, I, I as far as I know, they never talk about that. Because
1: um, I thought when the when the reveal about the yeah. daughter we, when she yeah. says not yours, I thought, holy crap, it's his. Yeah, we
0: can we yeah. can kind of get Same. to that. That that's part of what I had a problem with again with the main villain aspect. He did a great job acting it. One thing didn't lead to another in my mind, which is if your parents, you have a good childhood for the most part, you're wealthy. You're not mentally weird, um, and a hired assassin from an evil organization comes and kills your family. How does that eventually translate into you wanting to just kill like hundreds of innocent people? Mm-hmm. But wasn't it that, doesn't make a lot of sense to but me. But
1: wasn't his dad like some. He son, was a. Chemical something? I don't know exactly he what. He was involved with that type of technology. Something, or something.
0: like that. I mean, they, they hinted at that he was obviously big into plants um, and he had a whole island. So you would think that maybe he had some involvement. And maybe there was like a missing scene or something like that, that they didn't put in the film. But they didn't give too much information. Yeah, I think but, that's what happened to. But it looked uh, like he had a very well-adjusted. I mean, from the photos that they showed of him in his childhood, everything looked normal. Um, so but didn't it, like it, no, that's, you, you know it, he
1: blames the whole thing on parents, right? And how like his yeah. whole family is killed, which could really hurt a child. And then he's like, by the way, I'm going to capture your child and kill you. Right so i'm like well, raise her as wouldn't well. I mean, I don't you know what he's gonna do
0: but it just it all felt very manipulated in his role like he's going to kill the young girl but because she doesn't die initially somehow he decides to just leave her alive but then he doesn't take her he just yeah, leaves her. he doesn't, hey, doesn't do raise anything. her he doesn't do yeah. anything with her he just leaves her there because eventually he will come back for her and that just happens to be james bond's girlfriend yeah or ex i guess you should say so That's where it all just, again, kind of fell into this, like, we need things to work out a certain way.
1: Yeah, Yeah, there should have been more with their history together or how she got away eventually or something. There should have
0: been more to that. Like, he took her captive for many years and then eventually let her go. But she had to do certain things for him in order. And I thought that was what the – because the the secret that she was hiding from James Bond, I mean, really honestly wasn't – maybe it's, like, something I'm shy about because it's, like, you know – it's embarrassing that my mom was a drunkard and my dad got killed and all this other stuff. And I almost got killed. But that's not like, yeah, I was betrayed by this yeah we this really woman didn't see, that I was in love with. And, you know, yeah, I, she I caused became, her to die, sort of. And, yeah.
1: Rather, she, she, am, I, am I right? She just became a psychiatrist. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: She basically was living a pretty standard yeah. life, I guess. Well, you know? I mean,
1: in relationships, I'd be pretty hard to... Yeah. Uh, admit to but that's what i mean that's what i love that beginning because they were I, both I'm, trying to come to terms with their past damage yeah, yeah. they yeah,
0: yeah i was okay with that i think it just it would it all came together too conveniently just also like how con- this all connects like yeah. this beautiful web of like villains that just happens to be important for this film i
1: knew malik's character was going to be the one with the mask like as soon as they show him in her mm-hmm. office or whatever mm-hmm. But then what I didn't get was the age difference. Because in the beginning, it's yeah. clearly an adult. I mean, it's not a teenager. Tra- you know what I, I mean? I mean,
0: in my mind, it he jumped like 20 years. We didn't really see his face too well in the in the beginning. But then when you so. see him
1: as adults, he, they look like they're the same age.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can't do much too much about well, that.
1: Five years for the adult. Man. Well, there was a
0: five-year jump from when James Bond and her split yeah, up. But then I mean. prior to that the flashback scene at the very beginning of the film that must have been at least 15 20 years
1: and he looks like a, a I mean man way more than that. that. Point.
0: Yeah, I mean, she'd have to be to be realistic about it. She'd have to be like in her mid to late 20s, maybe early 30s. So that would have had to been a jump. I think so he would have she been was, like 45. She's probably like 10. So maybe like would 20. You, yeah, he would have been about 45 probably to be realistic about it. No,
1: when she when she when he killed her, her, mom. her mom? Yeah. He could have been 20. Yeah, Still, it's but that's years 45 because it would have been at least because
0: she had to have been at least like 10 years old
1: when she was right. I just she, say like, I don't know, visually, and physically, it didn't <laughs> we're probably getting, getting way into but the no. weeds on this. And also, it's, they it's, never explain. I'm assuming it's because of the plants, but like he gets shot and then his face turns black and veiny.
0: Well, they explain that because it's he used a chemical from a plant from i think something the guy that killed his family and i felt like oh they did that actually could have been used as a better explanation for why he was a psycho Mm -hmm. if they had given it some sort of james bondy it would have been very james bond like but they could have given it a james bondy bondian like twist and said like the chemical that he used not only burnt his face
1: but part of his brain but
0: part of his brain and it's got holes in his brain (laughs) right and it's causing him to be psycho like that would have made a lot more sense to me. But they tried to do this, like, have your cake and eat too, where it's like they give you a relatable reason for why he would want to do all this stuff because they killed his family. But then they're like, and I'm also just going to keep going and killing a bunch more people because murder's good now, I guess. No, it's efficient. It's efficient. Yeah.
1: It, just kidding.
0: So, it, I don't know. I, I had a hard time relating to it, and it really just ended up feeling like they wanted to have him take a certain place in the role of the film to get James Bond blown up. Mm -hmm. It's kind of felt I also didn't get the, maybe they explained it. You guys might get this, the acid water stuff. Nope. I, I did not understand what that where the acid water came from. And up. then
1: like the thing, oh, the silo opens and the water pours down. And so I'm yeah. thinking, oh, that's where that's how they get it down there. But then James Bond falls in it and it doesn't burn him up. So yeah. I'm like, oh, so that's so just So that's just water. regular water, yeah.
0: <laughs> and it refills when you why close it, 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 the missile silo. And I was like, that's very convenient. Why not give it They have color? missile silos that the water is coordinated right. based upon if it's opened or closed. Like, why wouldn't they just like, why, why would they ever need those missile silos? They should have just like completely dammed them up, like covered them over with like, Wood or something like I don't know mm-hmm. some sort of. Concrete. Well, they were
1: gonna fire missiles from them. To didn't have it. No, the... right
0: underneath was I thought the the plants, because when he opens it, he's looking through the glass, and you see that they're opening, mm-hmm. and the plants in the water are underneath all that. And it's not water; it's like some sort of acidic acid or salicylic acid or something. Yeah, well, that's it,
1: the chemical that they're. Right, but what was yeah.
0: What was that from and for and why? And they don't. I mean, it just that's felt the very stuff that they're bond. gonna
1: infect the world with i
0: thought they were going to affect the world with the virus the nanobots the nanobots yes. i thought that because yeah that's because they went through all the databases and they oh, talked about how maybe they Dave
1: saying like that that stuff is inside it's in the nanob- there yeah that's in, what they're the cultivating yeah. and that's what kills them so when they find a dna match they just release that acid i thought they were oh, gonna that actually missiles. i mean that actually makes sense they don't explain it why would they ties. develop
0: that in the same thing though why would they put the nanobots in there they would have like their own separate little area where they would put the poison in there and then have the I don't know. I don't think that makes a lot of sense to me still. I'm probably getting two Louis no, the around as well.
1: It seems like that the place they blew up was manufacturing it. Right. This was storing it, the the water seemed like it was storing something. That was all the Well, they had
0: those like red rods, right, mm-hmm. that were in whatever that acid was. It was like
1: lights and I thought that was an electrical hazard.
0: But they were like pushing something in the water right they were like cultivating something in the water and i was like what are you cultivating because if it's acid you make acid in like a chemistry lab like you don't make acid in
1: like breaking bad taught us you know plastic tubs don't Eat through the thing you know? <laughs> i just say it just didn't make a lot of sense Sophia it went completely unexplained i agree i just i assume the guy fell I in there and he's like, like we're gonna do this and pull, and kill everybody with nanobots but we also have this right acid and we just haven't we, gotten this far yet it kind of yeah, felt maybe almost it's just like like one of his many horticultural right. experiments it felt like know, that uh, and it felt
0: like they were trying to do their oh well here's you know james bond's famous for like oh we're gonna lower you this this mechanism this slowly moving mechanism that dips you into this vat of acid like that's what it felt like we have to have our like Mm. our james bond type thing so we're gonna fill this with acid but not give you any
1: explanation for right. why it's there or how it's there so uh, i normally like uh off color jokes right the yeah. things you don't expect one thing i didn't like in this movie is when they first showed the scientists in the lab and they're like hey where did that sars container go or whatever and then the guys oh, was pets and, and it's just like that is oh such bad timing you're joking yeah. about a weaponized virus yeah that yeah. was rough. Yeah. And you, know, like, and you know he's like, that, I'm like, half to give you know the country this right now yeah, he's feels like, a certain way. And yeah. Yeah. That was pretty
0: rough. I I agree with that. About it's like, labs. Especially and, imagine uh, if you're somebody non security. Yeah. 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 Imagine if unfortunately somebody in your family had passed from right. coronavirus. And it does right nothing
1: now. to push those people die. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it does nothing to like help the story. No. I just feel like they I know they did research and re edits, so yeah. like it's ten seconds. You should have just taken that out. Yeah. And then it just makes It was unnecessary. That scientist uh, guy even more pathetic, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, oh no, I can't even eat it. (laughs) It was just unnecessary for the
0: scene. I didn't feel like it added anything because those people died so came After
1: three years ago, it's fine. If it comes out three years from now, it's probably fine. It's just right now, it's like that is that's a bad joke.
0: That whole thing. I mean, that I would. I don't know. If I was those bad guys, I wouldn't have shot everybody too. Like Mm -hmm. he walks in and just they immediately start killing everybody. Why would you, if you're a scientist, help them? Right. You know they're gonna—they're probably just gonna kill you anyways. Well, you kill everybody else.
1: You stay alive, right?
0: You don't know if you—I don't. I would not assume if they've come in and they randomly just killed off a bunch of people that have nothing to do with their plan. Yeah, I have like, no expectation yeah, what, that if I give you what I want, you're gonna let me live. Yeah. So what, it's like, what are you getting? No, out I'd rather of
1: not, not kill the world. Just kill me. At least and, they could have tied it into the soup joke. Yeah, Here's some bat. Me. I mean tomato yeah. soup. <laughs> there you go. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> bad man. That's just so bad. No, I'm just kidding. Um, anyway, so I thought the first part of the movie was good. I think where it really hit kind of a bad point for me started actually after the, the first, the first big battle in, uh, the party where all of the people from, uh, the, the Spectre die. I think at that point I'm like, okay, this is turning into a completely second film here that has a completely separate thing to do. You've set up all this idea with Spectre. And I was fine with that. But then it's like now we've got to build up this whole second plot of who the bad guy actually is, what his motive is, why he's doing that. And it was a good twist in the moment, but it there was so much film left to go. I didn't have it in me to kind of like not only build up a whole new set of interest in his backstory and why he was there and what had happened, but then also just be able to give them the gimmies on like, okay, well, yeah, even if you think there's a reason for it, why is there acid there without mm-hmm. any real explanation for it? Or why does he just suddenly be like, okay, yeah, just let the little girl go. I mean, I know I kept her, I kidnapped her well, to try I to I make use of yeah. her. I'm just going to let her go. Cause I don't really have any need for her anymore. Cause I ran away and why he's suddenly by himself shooting at, James Bond, like what happened to his personal guards and why did he stay behind the boats? Why the boats were there that were coming to the island and what happened to them? And there's just so
1: many things that are just like, Mm -hmm. what? Nobody (laughs) ever asked my opinion, but I think the movie could have ended better when he gives the kid and mandolin off. I think Matilda was the girl's the kid's name. Yeah. To uh, the new agent. Yeah. And says like, here's a boat. Get out of here. When he was dying and stuck there, she could have shown back up and been like i'm here to save you well, what are you doing you need to you know get away from me you can't yeah. touch me i've got these nanobots no bond i'm here to save you and then he could have decided you need to let me die right yeah like yeah. why not bring her it's i guess it to me it all hinges on if she is the mainstay is she coming back if she's the new double if so you should have had her come back at the end i don't think played she a role
0: yeah, I really, I I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, we can talk more about that. I just don't know. I don't think they can continue with this story and make, have it make sense that it's James Bond. Yeah. Unless
1: they come up with some way to transfer the name. Well, I just wanted to comment on your alternate ending too, which actually sounds good. Even though if she couldn't do it, at least she tried. Right. But what broke my heart the most mm-hmm. was when he found that little stuffed animal on the floor and he's like, oh, i know." Yeah, he it. What was the point life. of that? Yeah, so, so he could have given it to her. So yeah. I'll add to your scene. Yeah, yeah. it's like, just give this to my kid. Wash it first in <laughs> yeah. bleach. Yeah.
0: It was I think it was to show <laughs> but his I mean, progress just that, that so, he was like
1: ready to be a dad as an actor. But it was such a, a great little double take like Wait, is that her thing? Yeah. And he just stuffed it in. Yeah. Oh, they it. didn't even give you a
0: hint that like, yeah, somehow he survived and he went to like Nicaragua and got some weird treatment. And they no, didn't that's... give you like the way they did the final shot where you're driving through a tunnel, which literally looks like the opener, you know, with the gun barrel and the white light, um, how that kind of starts the film. And then instead it just closes off and it just becomes darkness. And it's literally just saying to you, it's like, yeah, remember that opener that's so famous. Nope.
1: Yep, it's done. It's over.
0: And I think that was very purposeful in that framing of that shot. But I mean, that's what I was saying. I mean, to go through from the very first film with James Bond, where he's literally cold calculated, you know, he's messy, but he just doesn't care. He falls in love. He gets betrayed. And then he kind of grows from that to literally almost the exact same thing sort of (laughs) happens to him in this film. And in a way ends up causing his death at the very end is just it's so
1: sad it's like it's all because he couldn't trust somebody yeah. if he had just trusted her if he none just of trusted that her. yeah right. but it's so like it's, i mean that i did appreciate and i don't have the other five well, movies she as a reference. She was, yeah like he had growth in this yeah. movie yeah right? she was still pregnant nothing was gonna change that it yeah. felt like <laughs> no, as kidding. a standalone like, like if the i had he didn't want happen if i <laughs>
0: hadn't seen everything that happened in the other films as a standalone I would have been able to like that and appreciate that a lot more. That's what I mean. But If if
1: this was the second film in five or however many there were, like I said, and then that betrayal and then she comes back. Yeah. That would have been like.
0: But it didn't feel, I guess that's the big thing. It didn't feel like his death was like a reward for anything. Not mm -hmm. that death should ever be like, oh, yeah, that's a reward. But like it didn't add anything good. It literally was just sad it was just tragic
1: i think it would have been better if he <laughs> didn't just, i mean he gave up which i understand why that's why yeah. they did the nanobots thing and stuff but it's james bond like i still think he should have tried to get out of there yeah until the very end oh
0: yeah well even if he, yeah, did he, just, survive, it felt like he just gave like, up but right. it's like that's not that shouldn't be james which makes bond. it not rewarding right, right? yeah
1: so, but and, even if he so even if he survived i think it would have been an even more bittersweet ending if he survived but knew he can never see his daughter or
0: but then there's in my mind, I agree that is bittersweet. But there's a hope there that maybe at the very end you show him going to meet like somebody that could provide a
1: treatment, and
0: that they could yeah. say something like, "You really want to try this?" And he's yeah, like, "Yeah, no, do it." I'm, I'm, I'm saying, Bond, James it's, Bond, It's, it me, it's yeah. not. Like, it would have
1: been sad either way, yeah. uh, what I think. But, but, but I if think they're it, gonna it, end oh, go it, I was just gonna say, like, I think I do like that the stakes, and he does die. Yeah. But it's not like he's Lou Gehrig and has Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah. And it's like, sorry, dude. This yeah. is it. Right. It's like you have nanobots and it's 2021. <laughs> yeah. So maybe by 2027, we figure this out. But for now, stay in California and Madeline will stay in New York. Right. And you, and got, you can Skype. Absolutely. Yeah. And you got <laughs> shot. But as we know, James Bond getting shot is like a flesh wound. It doesn't right. matter. Like right.
0: you get shot, you'll be fine. You know, right. in any movie, the bad guy guys get shot. And it's like, unless it's a headshot, they're they're probably fine. And the same thing with good guys. I, I think really what I'm realizing is it's going to depend upon where they go with the series if they completely reboot everything and restart everything, it's a brand new actor with a brand new story, brand new, you know, person named James Bond has nothing to do with the original. Why? I'm going to yeah. be like, why did you do that? Why did you make it such a downer ending? If they continue with it and they're like, oh, we needed to, you know, have a new iteration and it's a continuation of the story. They're like, all right, I I can I can understand you wanted to add a definitive ending. I'll still feel a bit like maybe if it was a thing where like, and I know it sounds super cheesy, but it's like he had to go down with the ship like it didn't really feel like he had to go down with the ship. He had time to climb the ladder, to mm-hmm. go up there, to stand, to talk, and to like walk over here and look around. It's like if he had to like hold a button
1: or hold the door That's or what something. I was gonna say, as he's opening it, right. the missile is coming in. Exactly. And it's that last <laughs> it's like, moment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like four from my the yeah. this power of the sun, <laughs> the stars
0: blowing past me. Just something that would have made it warranted for like to him to get his life off. I don't know. I, his life
1: I, I find myself comparing it to Mission Impossible Fallout. Like, do we even need a James Bond franchise? You know, like you can just create your own. What they're doing with that three three five looks like a a planned type of series, type of espionage. You know, good. Yeah, if it's good action, I'm in. Um, The way they ended Fallout was was a brilliant way that you know brought all the stories together. It touched on all the films brought it back to the core of like the reasoning and meaning if he died in that film and that was the last one it would have been phenomenal yeah
0: I thought they might I actually was thinking they would maybe do but that. now
1: I'm thinking they're doing mission possible seven or whatever yeah the next one until is.
0: Tom Cruise can't run anymore they're gonna keep doing Mission possible but I'm saying gonna have like, that scene where he's booking but it. I'm
1: like now there's a the potential to ruin that crowning achievement you know yeah. not that I think they will but I'm just like sometimes it's good to go out on top and, yeah, uh, I, I, that's what I liked most about the film is like it did, kind of give you a, a good ending.
0: Yeah. yeah, this wasn't a good ending.
1: My two favorite <laughs> parts were the villain. I know Joel, you didn't quite. I thought he did a great acting job. it, was just well, it, it wasn't his, his fault. Mo- I guess his monologues. What I'm talking about. Those are good. Yeah. Where he says the ma- I'm paraphrasing, but something about like the majority of people don't want to know when their time has come. They want to feel like they've avoided death and you know they don't want to be aware so if you put that in today's time it's all about a virus right even though it's nanobots it's still yeah. a virus yeah and it's like you know the masses don't want to know that COVID might take them out so we have to offer them some kind of hope yeah right to keep them going and so that's kind of his whole thing is like I'm that I'm the God yeah right? I'm yeah. the invisible God I think he says yeah right here here's where it would have been so I kinda I just like I related Sorry, to that. I, I just wanna, liked it. Yeah, I don't want to interrupt your point if you had
0: more. No, that's it. I if and I know they couldn't do this because it can only give so much backstory, like they had to pick and choose, but if they literally could have given us show us the scene where his family's getting killed mm-hmm. and show that messing with his head, show that it just completely warped him and turned him into this bad person, I think it would have added some believability to me to the idea that he's capable of not just murdering a whole you know, horrible organization of people that are already doing murders and killed his family, but that he's also willing to go to the next step and just kill a bunch of innocents right. for the most which, people, so, which in his mind they weren't innocents. But like, again, they right. never
1: murdered his family. To your point, they ruined whatever he said in that moment for me when he took the kid yeah. and held her hostage. Yeah. And it's like, so to you, it's it's about more than you're giving people a chance to die or whatever yeah. you want to call it. You're was, deciding when people should in die. In that scene
0: yeah. when that happened, I was really hoping that what it was going to be was there was a lot of unrealistic aspects of that to me in that moment, but I really was hoping it was like, I just want the child to be here. So you will listen. Mm -hmm. So, so you can hear what I have to say. And then he let her go. Like that would have been fine to me. But when he was actually using her as a bargaining chip, I'm like, so how smart are you? How conniving are you? How well planned are you? Like you knew that James Bond was, you knew that James Bond was in the facility. The two of them were there that they had planted a few explosives so you and you, you knew from like ahead of time that you needed to have a trapdoor <laughs> available to you yeah, right. like in your office
1: because Actually, that might that take was, place. I thought that whole scene was badass. So yeah, it, it was like, cool. like
0: Yeah. But at the same time, like it ruins whatever he stood for. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're either completely well prepared or you're completely underprepared. And it just the dichotomy between those two things right. just didn't make a lot of sense to me at times. And again, it's because I felt like they felt like I felt like it was because the people that were making the movie Needed to have things go in a certain direction, and the biggest victim of that was the villain. Yeah, Malick's was Yeah, because he the the vehicle through this entire movie, the primary focus, which makes sense because it's a James Bond movie, was James Bond. But it was so much about. I mean, every single scene was about him dealing with loss and dealing with the you know the death of his friends, which we even talked about. That felt just so sad to me. And it's like so much like when the CIA because he was in the first movie, and he was a great character in the first movie, he was very interesting um so you're like happy to see him again and then he dies and he's like oh man first he breaks up with this girl for the wrong reasons then this great guy dies right. and then he gets this thing and then he gets killed it's just like ah
1: yeah such a downer but i did like out. i like how they they wrap the film it might not be the last line of the film and uh they paraphrase jack london which uh, just part of that quote is i shall not waste my days in trying to prolong them i shall use my time yeah. Right. And I think that in today's world, that's a great message and it's a good point to end on. Yeah. Right. I guess that's the no time to die, but he right. did die. Yeah. So is that part of a bigger quote? No time to die. Or is that just, well, they paraphrase so. it at the end when they're toasting him, which is weird that they use scotch. I get that he drank scotch in the movie, but where's his martini he or been like, well, that's yeah. not a toast. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I still great, get though. it, but you're toasting him. And that's yeah. where he says that Jack, he kind of says that Jack London line. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, yeah, any we didn't really talk about the middle of the film too much. There's just a lot that goes on kind of it feels like a, a progression to get him to the final epic
1: showdown type thing. Um I don't know. It's like you said. That's why I was kind of twiddling my thumbs at certain points. Yeah, yeah. that's just like I'm here for the ride, but the ride's yeah. not going anywhere. Right. And you're kind of just
0: waiting for him to get back together with Madeline mm-hmm. at that point. I thought it was a good twist that he had a kid.
1: But I, it was kind I, of an unnecessary I, twist,
0: I, to be honest. It's no, sad. I,
1: I thought it really added to the character. But the whole time, because she said, it's not your kid, I always think, it's like, well, who is this? Oh, my God. It's, yeah. it's a bubble blah. Oh, what? Oh, if she, you know. Like, I even thought it was the Spectre dude's kid. Yeah. Uh, Christoph Waltz character. What was the name of the movie? I can't remember. Oh, I forgot. what you I the know what you're talking guy. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, no. I Blow, thought. Blowfield? Yeah, Film so i thought something about if she touches it you know what i mean like if that's his dna if she touches his daughter you know that type of thing i don't know i just kept on thinking like weird scenarios but like no it's actually his and she's just not telling him the makeup looked great when they you know they show the guy in prison i didn't see the one before so i didn't really know who he was but they show him kind of talking to himself and then you realize he's talking to everybody through the earpiece at that party and then they're like we need to search every part of him and she makes a joke about i'll get my gloves yeah gross inappropriate yeah <laughs> um but anyway then the next time you see him his eye is like his eye socket is hanging down yeah and they don't like cut away like it's just like that the That's whole true. time but Which that whole, was cool that whole interrogation got that scar there scene. and it makes
0: sense that he would have lost his eye
1: sorry mm-hmm. go ahead. well i'm just that whole interrogation scene again I don't need a bunch of things blowing up. It's just a great conversation. Yeah. It. it was, I thought
0: that was probably one of the best moments in the middle part of the film, especially because uh, some that, yeah. of the
1: dialogue felt really cheap and weak to me. But like you're saying, that interrogation part was great. Yeah, but uh, yeah, was great. Christoph Waltz yeah. is just awesome actor. But uh, yeah, it might have been a little weightier <laughs> if you saw the other films because right. they had history. It but was, uh, yeah, go ahead, sir. I still liked yeah, it. But even, even that line about like he's like you, you, you know. In terms of interrogation, you did everything wrong here. You did the one thing you're not supposed to do. And it's like even choking him was part of his banter back and forth, but he doesn't even realize that it actually killed him because he touched him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I just thought it was great.
0: I thought it was good. I thought there was like some stuff that happened close to the middle. Like it not only was um, in the day, Armas kind of like a whatever character, not a bad one, but just kind of whatever. But we also sort of had that with um, the Billy Magnus. Magnus character Logan Ash, yeah. of like, like we, we did this whole yeah. review without even mentioning that. So right, how, exactly. yeah. how pivotal? Yeah, it's like details. maybe there was some room in there for some of that stuff to get cut out. Like I get that. Well, I think if there were rewrites like, and reshoots, yeah. I think
1: uh, Anna Darmas character was definitely one of those casualties. I yeah. can't even remember what happened to him. Oh, bash. he killed! Oh, him. he got squashed by the car in the right, forest. Right? Okay. Yeah. I, and he's like, which I mean He's like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, right. That, <laughs> it was brutal death.
0: It was a brutal death. But that whole scene was a little bit. I guess like, I'm just trying to think: was his like,
1: character necessary? All he did was get the scientist away for a while. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, he was part of that whole plot. I think you know.
0: Yeah, his whole plot was to help bring the scientist. He was supposed to be, I think, the meeting, the person that they were going to meet, and then he was going to take him, which. Then you're like, well, why weren't you there at the party? Like, I guess I should be. I thankful guess they were going to meet
1: somewhere else. Maybe I don't know. Because of any other Bond film, it would have been that Cuban girl who betrayed him and stole the scientists from him. Yeah, and then she would have been the one. It, it felt you know, like
0: their yeah. roles kind of were. It felt like that should have been included in her role, though. Sort of, right? right. And because it was like their typical. way of not making it typical was to split into two roles. But then you get two characters that are somewhat like underdefined, underdefined, and lackluster. I mean, I don't know. Again,
1: we did that entire review without talking about that character.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I would almost be interested, we talk, We could talk about that, but like almost if they did a spinoff of like um, Anna de Armis's character mm-hmm. or just the, like Lashana Lynch or something, like maybe do a spinoff movie where it's not like a 007 movie.
1: It's like a... Yeah, if they actually build on those characters. It's like a Bond franchise great. film. I thought they were all great. Yeah, it? I'd be yeah. fine
0: with that. But if they're going to restart it, I, I don't know. I will. We'll kind of see what they do
1: from here. So. Yeah, but I mean, it's like M going to still be there. You know, Ray Fiennes character. Uh, exactly. or, it's Like, know, we've, it's got like Q, those, we've got Q.
0: We've got M. Like, are they going to be the same people? Will they, in the past, it was always like there was just this kind of unspoken rule that they were the same people, because it yeah. was more of like a, like a fable almost type thing. But
1: I'm trying to think. Oh, Ralph Fiennes. Right. The guy R- that pl- Ray Fiennes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Plays, M. He, he plays M. Plays M. They kept making the joke about how he seemed thinner. Did that used to be a different actor, no. or the, he's like is no. the desk bigger? No, it was, there weight? was a different. No, that's uh, um, Judy. No, that's a de- no, that's a that's a inside that joke. Was, no, a play on his opinion of him, not an actual. You lose yeah. weight, like no, it's like you're smaller in this organization, not okay. I think, he was didn't just, get, I think he
0: was just making fun of him to yeah. be honest. I guess yeah. I was just watching it being
1: yeah. like there must be a, a different meaning here that I'm not picking no, up on. Yeah,
0: I thought about that too, but no, I think he was just making fun of him. Um no, it's like, is the desk bigger or are you just calling him smaller? a small man? And at yeah. the end he's like, Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> not bigger. Yeah, he says the yeah. desk is the same or something.
1: That's it something was good.
0: Is. I mean they had toned down elements of normal James Bond films, but like, I mean, there was a he, the,
1: he screwed up big time by, you know, with this Gain of function, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> research. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's just so I, on the nose. It? it was gonna get that's what it I was loved It was pretty on the nose. Know? I was is like, is really? that why it was deliberate? We're gonna do a we're gonna do a no. virus
0: film right now, like that's not where not there's a gain time. of function research <laughs> <Yeah>. within <laughs> exactly. the I mean, secret I'm glad agency. they did in yeah.
1: there because, again, if you watch Winter Soldier, half that stuff, uh, yeah. Falcon Winter Soldier, half that stuff doesn't really make sense, yeah, true. But it's like, what you know, what. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways,
0: um, overall, I don't know. I wouldn't. I feel like if you're gonna see it, it's good to see it in theaters because it's got, like you said, really good audio mixing. Um, the action scenes are really good. I don't know who to suggest it to. I don't feel like it's a bad film, but I feel like it's a downer experience. It just looks so. Good. It's kind of. It, it just looked, looked great. Good. It was I shot it. beautifully. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: the cinematography is great. You were my test, like yeah, so. If you you could walk into this knowing nothing about James Bond, I think you could be entertained.
0: I almost feel like it's better. I almost feel like you're gonna like it a little better in a certain sense as a standalone because you're not gonna have a lot of the associations of kind yeah, of you where James a,
1: Bond has gone as a character. A sense of a sense of his yeah you know, longevity in the role. But, yeah, it'll be downer, but, but it'll like be as me, downer. You yeah, you can it think, plays, oh, well, as
0: kid lived it, on, and you know, it's just
1: it's such a gamble to me. Yeah, yeah. if she becomes the new Bond, that would be awesome. I get, I I get that everything has to be like a serial now. It has to continue on. Yeah, it's just such a gamble to me to make the first half hour not be catch up. Yeah, like I just didn't know what was going on. Like they could have done a five minute ke- recap of yeah. some kind last time on James Bond yeah, right. 007. or like when the girl when Madeline and Madeline and are talking, they could have water. just had a conversation to catch me up to speed. Yeah, and I'd have been like, okay. There's a lot to cover. Even the first conversation. Because it starts off with action, I think, right? So there's not a lot of dialogue until like 10 minutes in. Well, it starts well, off with, yeah, bring up Spectre, And, and then you would have had a sense of that from but the, the last So film. the first conversation made zero sense to me. Yeah. And it's like, why not make, why not like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's a gamble. It's a gamble. To it like, is a gamble, yeah. yeah but again, it's my fault. Casino Royale flashbacks yeah. to add to that runtime. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But it's my fault because I wouldn't go see Endgame without seeing at least Infinity War. Right.
0: That I mean, that's a much closer tie-in, though. I mean, that's like a literal direct sequel. Like
1: when the t- tomb blew up, they just showed the They resolved the logo, things and in I was the final like, film that they set up means. in the
0: first. Where they kind of yeah that's Eva Green's character. Really, the only thing that they've set up from the beginning, kind of all the way through, other than a few people, is the Spectre organization. Like that's been kind of like the ongoing story thread that's tied them all together. But like Endgame is like. You've got complete character arcs that were started, you know, with Iron Man, I am Iron Man all the way to the. So it's like you've got all that wrapped in. So that's a much harder sell for me Mm. to tell somebody to go see Endgame without having seen at least watch, you know, the. I guess to me, it feels like I know there's new Ghostbusters coming out. Imagine
1: if you would see that Ghostbuster and you'd never seen the other two. And the first half hour, all they did was reference the original two Ghostbusters. They might. And you'd be like, that's a huge gamble. Because <laughs> they're showing I
0: mean they might, they're showing a lot of footage of the original crew and they? they're shot like they're watching like the commercial on the TV and then they have like the car and
1: I think yeah, they but they'll probably out catch you Dan up. You I would did. imagine. But Isn't again, probably- it's twenty twenty one. It's not like you can't turn on one device yeah. of your twelve in your house and watch those movies. But we were talking about this yeah. with Avatar. I mean, he's gonna make five more and it's like you expect people to go see a ten year old movie at this point? Just to he's saying to he's gonna make two?
0: five i don't know he's kind of like you know what's his name george R. R. martin of the film and mm-hmm. mindset right now for me which is like yeah i started this super popular series and am i gonna finish it i don't know so imagine like, avatar 2 comes unless out. he's making we were, all the
1: movies at once we, like we were talking about back it back. last week and, and we, we came up with uh the entire Marvel universe happened in between, in between one and two. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. You know, like, actually. Yeah. But imagine you go see the new app av- whenever it comes out in five more years and they don't even do it somehow previously on.
0: There's not much to do. I mean, honestly, it's like bad guys came to planet, tried to mine it, mm-hmm. didn't work out. But they'd at least have to say that. And then this guy managed to somehow <laughs> jump into the body of an Avatar thing. Yeah through an avatar so it didn't yeah. feel
1: like this again i'm thankful they don't spoilers speak. for avatar yes. yeah. <laughs> i'm thankful that the james bond movie doesn't spoon feed you i'm just saying there could have been yeah two minutes spooky. of clarification a
0: james a james Cameron movie spoon feeds you for sure <laughs> they even played
1: yeah. we have to do. get
0: the gotta have it on this planet well, I think of they played a couple of the
1: earlier films in the theater as well as a five dollar uh fan events so yeah. that would be nice. They
0: yeah. do that a lot now with like yeah. uh ongoing series. Again, I wanted to they'll go do a thing but where you can buy time and watch all the films and then they'll preview the mm-hmm. or premiere the the new one at the end. They did it with Harry Potter. Yeah. They did it with the Lord of the Rings too, but that's that's a slog. Like I've done them the Lord of the Rings
1: marathon before
0: extended oh. edition actually. <laughs> Endgame. They <laughs> but, did. I mean I had to step away Marvel. for a few hours a couple times but. <laughs> those people that
1: did the entire Marvel universe in three days or something. Oh that's in ridiculous. The theater. You have to like wear that. a diaper no, they're all pajama doubt, out, man. It, oh, I mean, it would have been fun, but no. <laughs>
0: it gets to a certain point where it stops being fun. I love movies. I There's love about you know, five it's of them I'd want to
1: see in the theater again. That's it. I don't know yeah. if we just keep watching long movies. So I've seen two movies in the theater now since yeah. we did this podcast thing. And uh, both times, by the time it was over, I'm like, just end, just end, because I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> well, that's the key. Just Where's the intermission? Yeah, there's an app or a website. Yeah, but I just take the soda down the whole time. And I'm just like yeah. living free and do not thinking there, of consequences. Do you get
0: there? Like, what's your timing of getting to the theater? Is it like right when it starts? Oh, yeah. I, Is it early I or came late?
1: in right when the preview started.
0: Okay. That's the perfect timing for me. Mm-hmm. What about you? Because it's yeah, a signed CD yeah. now. I know I have... Signed, yeah. It's
1: literally... It's 20 minutes from the yeah. start time till that movie actually starts worth of... Yeah. Uh, advertisement or trailers. Gotcha. So you always got a big window in terms of trying to make that film. So yeah, if you're yeah. sitting there five minutes into the first trailer, <clears throat> go to the bathroom. <clears throat> yeah, I guess yeah, that's pretty good. much. I feel like the trailer... That's got to be a miss, right? Like, why are you running twenty minutes of trailers? We all have the internet. We all have TVs at home. No, it's still badass. I love. Like I said, I I I thought I liked the Eternals more right. when I saw that tra- the final trailer on the big screen. I just I can't I, remember that we used to buy tickets to go see Alvin and the Chipmunks just to see the Star Wars trailer. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, I like know, the trailers because you
0: get the most interaction with people in the theater during the trailers, and there's sometimes the funniest things. People just shout out to You know, like I I talk about this the one time I went, I forget what movie I was seeing, but it was the trailer for Solo. And there's the scene where Chewie's hanging off of the the train Mm -hmm. and there's like the other train coming in the opposite direction and they cut it right when it looks like the train might hit Chewie and somebody just shouts,
1: What's going to happen? <laughs> it's
0: like, what do you think's going to happen? It's Chewy. He's not going to die. I, like, I, I, I'm a guy that yells stuff out, too. And I stole it's from, just the funniest I stole part, from Tracy
1: yeah. Morgan on Saturday Night Live. But it's like they just keep showing trailers and previews. Yeah. Like, and everybody in the theater is getting pissed off. And yeah. Tracy Morgan stands up and just goes, yeah, more previews. It starts clapping and yeah. cheering. Yeah. yeah, more previews. Yeah.
0: And then every once in a while you get the Red Band, you're like, what did I step into? Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I'm prepared for Red Band right now. Yeah. <laughs> I've had that happen. I, does that mean too. rated R? Yeah, it's like a, so Red Band, you have your Green Band trailers, which is that you mm-hmm. actually get the MPAA when you get a rating will send you like a header to put in front of your trailer. So when you submit it to like, you know, yeah, studios tra- tra- so you or, know. It needs or to film yeah. uh, uh, rating. so that way they, you know, you know, it's been approved. Um, if you, you can submit it and get it rated as like an adult trailer. So they'll give you what's called a Red Band trailer which is literally red and it says this has been rated r usually and it can include includes can include violence um the F word at least the f word smooth. a little bit of nudity um and that's basically it's basically like a compressed version of an r-rated film okay so whenever that comes up though you never really know what you're in for mm. usually you get that with like hard r type Type films or something like if you go see like yeah, a R R I mean, scary movie I, or something, you'll get that. Kind of yeah but I, I, I still get
1: there <laughs> yeah. early because I like seeing the trailers on the big screen. Mm-hmm. It still I gives do me do a, uh, a thrill. Like yeah. the Dune.
0: I enjoy it. Yeah, I got there. We got there like a little bit early because we were gonna go see a different showing, and then that was basically sold out. So we went and saw the one after that. And we picked this one. So like we were in the Sine Capri, which is a great theater. It's really big and lots of good audio. Big doesn't mean great but it's just really good quality audio and everything and so we picked these seats off to the side um and it was like pretty much the only twos that were available were off to the side so we picked the the closest two we could and there was somebody that took the seat right next to where i was at and the movie started and it was like oh and i was like oh they're not going to show up the both seats are empty mm-hmm. i was like it's yeah, nice i gotta I can just get over just it's empty and then like right around the moment where the little girl Sees the guy in the window. I see this husky dude just walking up the stairs. It's like, no, I know this. He's going to come sit down. Sure enough, he just sat. It's like when you're on a sits plane down, yeah. and
1: the whole plane is packed except for the seat uh, so next to yeah, you. Yeah. And you get that door shut. And you like, that nobody, door, and you're like, door, oh, door And then they just open it slightly in yeah. one person Absolutely. It. Yeah, no. He comes out of the bathroom. Yeah. It's like, you couldn't have gone to the bathroom outside the plane. Yeah, which is like, funny because yeah. I'm totally that guy at the movies either.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you're just walking in when the movies already basically started. So I try not to be that guy. It's awkward. I know this. It's like, In a packed theater, you never know who you're going to get stuck next to. The guy did the nice thing of like when he sat down, he kind of, you know, he was polite. He didn't make a bunch of noise. At the end of the movie, though, he got super chatty. He was like, asking me, like, oh, well, what happened at the beginning of the movie? And I was like, trying to explain to him, which I'm in the middle of being like, "Er, that was kind of a sad ending. But
1: anyway, yeah. You should have said, oh, when it starts off, James Bond is a robot yeah, and he's recounting the tale of the time just, that he had a kid. And made up. So now, <laughs> something that entirely changes the story. Right. <laughs> but it actually started off, this was in the
0: Star Wars universe. That, so, that wait, was a what? clone of James <laughs> Bond. Yeah, exactly,
1: yeah. And now I'm curious, did you go to Harkins or AMC? Yeah, Harkins. Harkins. Do they O-1? not have recliner seats? They do, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're still tighter. So I haven't been in forever. The
0: Harkins ones are—I don't know what you're asking. Sorry, they're they're recliners. They're pretty good distance apart, but you can like
1: get right up on it. Yeah, there's an
0: armrest between the two, but it's not a big armrest. It's kind of what what a small little one with a cup, and that can actually go up and down, even if you wanted to Mm -hmm. just combine seats. That's what um, you should have done when he sat down was do. lift up that little arm. As rest, I see there, him that, that just lift it up and just <laughs> nod my head without even looking at him. Just like, yeah, yeah. baby. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I, the worst is when you get, I love reserve seats, but almost inevitably, if you go to a lot of them, you're going to run into the situation where somebody is sitting in the wrong seats. And then it's that awkward moment of like, are they going to be jerks about this? Should I be a jerk about this? Should I find another seat? But then there's somebody else that might want that seat. And it it creates this whole dichotomy. So it's like one time that happened, I was going to a theater and they didn't speak English. So I'm like, I don't First of all, I don't know why you're in this English film, but I was like, uh, these are the wrong seats. And then they, he was like, okay, okay. What's that? <laughs> I was like, Oh no. I was like, no, I Like I was trying to be nice, but yeah. And the movie had already started. So I think like,
1: the etiquette is if it's, you know, not full sit wherever the hell you want, but. Yeah, yeah. If that's a packed theater, like, well, are reserved seats. Yeah. So it's I feel like, like what Dave said. If it wasn't full and there was plenty of seating, it was I packed. would just sit yeah, somewhere my, else. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. If it's it packed, packed, it's yeah. like oh, no but ticket. Still you know, man, I'm reserve. Reserve. still yeah. yeah. give me what I give
0: me what I paid for. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just yeah,
1: kidding. I still want my you know center. Yeah, at least somewhere in the center. You know.
0: So we'll make this the last question, then we can kind of wrap things up here. What, um, I guess, what are your hopes and expectations for future Bond films? Not to
1: use the agent they introduced this time. Okay. If I mean that's if that's it. their plan, they should have done a better job. Okay, that's it. No, I, I I want to. Yeah, I want a continuation of this same universe just without James Bond. But I, mm-hmm. like I said, going into this one again, I'm never like, oh, hot time they did another James Bond movie. Yeah. yeah. I'm way more interested in other uh, films. But when they yeah. do come out, I'm excited for them. Yeah. Same with Mission Impossible never thought who like, would be a good good new bond i don't know there's a lot of different people that's going have, out there. i haven't I thought have of one, one, one more thing we want, I want to talk about after okay. this, but that's a good one who would be the good i've new thought bond? all
0: about it i mean somebody said he just alba which i don't think he'd be awful maybe yeah I could um, see he's more of a as as uh, hard as it is to say i don't think of him as like a maybe it's just me i don't think of him as like that like you know Idris, Idris Elba, like mm-hmm. he's not like that swoop, well, he's smooth, smooth, de- British film. Yeah, he he's, he's very have. strong. He's definitely got that, that intensity of like strength. And then somebody else said, um I think uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, no. which he's a bit too, like no. girly man. They're
1: just going off him being he's, British. He's British. right? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, they're always, they're always British yeah. actors for the most part. So he's perfect for Sherlock Holmes, but not, uh, Gen we general. had a Scottish one at one point. I don't obviously. know who I'd want it to be, but I think that they'll probably just go with Chris Pratt. <laughs> it can't be
0: chris yeah i don't know part of me weirdly was like um now. what's his name i can't think of it he's too way too young though spider-man oh
1: uh Tobey Maguire? Tor-
0: no uh the new the current Spider-Man. Garfield, uh, garfield no the other one uh, you try- <laughs> of his name. Narrowing yeah. it down. <laughs> he got to the, garfield. the generation no, the new after garfield the kid i can't think of his name tom holland tom holland yeah, yeah. but i'm like he's way too young He's not tall enough either. Oh my side. Like, goodness! Yeah, yeah he's he's gonna, going to
1: be, too, yeah. he's gonna be one of those. They actors. could just do like you know when when Bond it's was like, a kid. They could go back like to DiCaprio. his childhood. Yeah. He still looks twenty years old. Yeah, like he does not look like an old person. I
0: mean, I would have said uh, not what's his name? credit uh, I can't think of his name right now. From Batman, Christian Bale. Oh, I could. I would be have good. said Christian Bale, but he was already Batman, and he's kind of getting up in years. I don't know if he's wanting to do these types, those types of yeah, films. Yeah, he's more character actor. Yeah, he's more big character actor so i don't know if he'd be some good for something like that but then uh, there's also plenty of um i think you're, you're just looking at them, the guys from the game of thrones yeah i just like kind of look at what guys people are saying of i think uh, the, i don't they don't have
1: a name for this isn't that the guy that played bucky winter soldier no no oh, that's that's the He played no, rob no, rob, stark. rob stark oh that's uh yeah. um, madison like okay you could fill the role like. I he's an so. awesome actor no yeah. uh even though he already did man from uncle i don't know if you've seen that uh guy Ritchie reboot of the tv show with uh but henry cavill to me
0: mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of people talking of henry. he's a, he's an american actor though too right henry hey, Cavill's american is he no, british?
1: british is he yeah he's such a breath of fresh air from i liked smallville a lot tom mm-hmm. welling and yeah. Tom Welling like just craps on Superman all the time. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> yeah. at least Henry Cavill. Yeah, appreciates what's been I given to him. But I love I Man from Pirate. Uncle, but it went nowhere.
0: Yeah, I, I thought it was an alright film. Anyway, what were we saying? Oh, Tom. What's Welling.
1: Not. Oh. it'll uh, Hiddleston. From Venom
0: from Venom. Oh, Harding. Tom Harding. No yeah. I don't know. I said the same thing about Daniel Craig. And a lot of people. hated it. that choice when they. Yeah. Oh man, because he's he first so got rough cast, and They hated. It. Yeah, he's, he comes across as kind of you know too brisk and rough, and then he was great. And I think Tom Hardy's got the acting chops. I've seen him do some acting jobs. And some oh, acting he's roles.
1: phenomenal. He dude. is phenomenal. So. And he's he, he can become a completely different person mm-hmm. in every every. Role. I don't know if he
0: would want it, but I feel like he could be a good one as well. Um, I don't know.
1: This it's list like, has John Ham on it. <laughs> John no Hamm. no he <laughs> no. if he was no. younger I'm with uh Kevin Smith on him playing Batman yeah. yeah if he was younger yeah okay but uh my other closing one was what'd you think of the theme song because they're always pretty uh I
0: thought it was uh, I was waiting for it to really kick into high gear like that's one of the things I loved about the skyfall uh theme song that was my favorite one I think so far who was um, that? Other than, that that was uh, Adele Adele yeah this was in I did I think so yeah did the one before did she do specter i don't know i don't know The chris um, cornell one was really good it wasn't bad it was good especially for a james bond theme goes yeah i, I don't but it,
1: i don't listen to Billie eilish at all but i actually liked the film uh the song as it was playing that was the first time i heard it too i got you yeah same
0: here i just thought it it i was waiting for that big moment where it kicked into high gear and maybe they made it slow on purpose because it kind of fits the more somber mm-hmm. tone of this film but like Skyfall was like it it, it builds, builds and then yeah. she's that big <laughs> octave shift like close to the end Skyfall. Mm-hmm. It was like Skyfall ah. it's like and then like you know the first one with Casino Royale was like rock mm-hmm. this one was just kind of it sat there and it was nice and it it definitely told a good like interesting story um, it didn't feel like there's some theory songs you hear where it's like and then you talk to me and there's no time to die, and you're like, wait, what? That did, what? Right. You're just saying it because you have to have the name in it. This one didn't feel that way. It felt like it. Mm-hmm. The no time to die idea fit. It didn't well feel with
1: the song. timeless, though. But it didn't but feel timeless. I do though. want to say I I love that they still do the intro credits. Mm-hmm. I think it's you know it's awesome. It's a James Bond thing. Keep doing it forever. Don't yes. lose that little part of it. It's a gamble to make an audience sit through a three minute song. It is, yeah you got to really make it interesting. Yeah. And I thought they did. I, I thought it was cool. Well, I think the way to do that is to make it a timeless song. And I don't think that that doesn't come across to me as something people are going to listen to in 20 yeah. years. That, well, the whole film.
0: And that's one what of the last film? things they, that I said. They all can't be drained. It's Durant. one of the reasons Durant. why. <laughs> it's one of the reasons I rated it so low is I, I don't think I'll ever want to rewatch this. There's just nothing about it. Maybe the first half of the film, but... I'm, I'm not going to get anything from rewatching it. I get stuff from rewatching Skyfall. I get things from rewatching. Like I said, there were Casino some Royale. scenes
1: I really look forward to watching. Getting you know,
0: I'm just going to rewatch I'll, and be like, oh yeah, that guy's about to die. You know, the, <laughs> the only song James Bond theme and song die
1: sadly. I so. still listen to now is "Live and Let Die." Oh, "Live and Let, let Die." Paul, great, McCartney. Yeah. Live Paul McCartney. And let die. I like yeah. the Aha and Duran Duran, of course. Yeah, that's good.
0: I like "Live and Let Die." Uh, Adele's "Skyfall" is probably a great one, and then. Was it Audio Slave that did the Casino Royale
1: one, I think? I think it was just Cornell, but maybe okay. I'm wrong. So I guess if we yeah. take all the giant James Bond films and it's like how many songs are still listened to today, mm-hmm. it's not very many. No. So all maybe right. they didn't make a mistake and I'm just being too critical. Maybe. I don't
0: know. <laughs> I, I agree. I think it's a good thing to talk about, though. Yeah. So there's value in it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for listening
1: to the podcast. Um, you guys want to give some ways to get connected? Yeah. I'm, I've am i been Again. Ross Calajuri. Yeah. <laughs> you can find me at dreamingintheshadows.com. Mm-hmm and uh David Deloso at uh, thevasic.com
0: Awesome and uh, for all of you listening, if you made it this far uh, we'd love to have you <laughs> check out our website. Uh, if you want to get connected realviewmedia.com, and then additionally, facebook.com slash realviewmedia. Uh, get connected with us there. We're always posting new episodes. We don't have a lot of additional content going out there right now. Um, but yeah, you'll know when we get our latest episode. Feel free to subscribe to us on Apple, wherever you're listening, Spotify. Give us Instagram. a like. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, let us know. Yeah. yeah,
1: you have links on the site if you're interested in that kind of stuff. Correct. And check us out soon for Dune. Yes. Well, oh, we do, I
0: think we're going to be doing that at the end of the month. So, so we will to be that. back for that one. So stay tuned and it's been real.